everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host, Mike Schaefer, and thank you for joining us today. Um, believe it or not, it's been about five months since we started this. Uh, Matt and I have gotten together on a somewhat of a weekly basis just to talk through what, we're, what we have going on in our organization, how we can help you guys out there, things that we're dealing with for, with our clients. And so five months in, Matt, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a ride. Um, you still enjoy doing these podcasts? I love it. Um, we were just talking before this. Uh... I enjoy the conversation about our business, and I feel like it's helping us even just uh, maybe put uh, mouth to paper, maybe. It requires us to think through these things a little bit more than what we normally yep. would do. And I think it's uh, allowed us to be maybe a little more intentional, both making sure we were being intentional, but also as we kind of go forward and making sure we're um, on the right track. Yeah, it's. I, I found uh, a few different times where we get into a topic and it's it, we're, we're talking about things that we do and it's really things sometimes that we should be doing that we're not doing yeah absolutely to the extent that we probably should and we can always be better and i find that it's i mean we just had this happen i think a couple times where we've had a topic that came up right after we had a podcast about it and so it's been nice to just to kind of um get your thoughts in order maybe before you yeah before you have that happen again yeah talking talking about these issues really forces us to not only live it out in our organization which i think for the most part we do but also be intentional about how we do that. Mm -hmm. Not just what, you know, it's not just words on a wall or in our case, words on a door. Uh, it's actual values that we have to, to live out because our, our employees will call us out on us. Yes, if we right. don't. Uh, hey, you yeah. said in that podcast that you were going to do this and you haven't done that. And uh, what, what do you what think about ones? that? What are those things? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's been fun. Five months in. Um, we have, you know, our viewership is growing, our listenership, whatever you call that in the podcast world. Um, we've added, uh, the YouTube channel where you can see us on video. We have like three different cameras set up in here it's with not, lights. We're and not, we have kinds faces of fancy for radio, stuff. but it's yeah. okay. Um, and so it's, it's been a lot of fun. We're in development of our podcast studio. It's going to be done any time, hopefully sometime if the contractor come back out. But, we're going to be uh, pros. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Miss Becky's been uh, pimping that out, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, we got like custom drawn up yeah, studio it's plan. It's cool. I can't wait. We're going to be professionals. We're going to, we're going to uh, start at, um, getting some advertisements, yeah, advertisers on board. Thank you from stamps.com. <laughs> and with that being said, this is a message from Office Depot. Office Depot. Are they still around? Is it Office Max, uh, Office Depot? All of them, I think, are on one, or is it all just one leg in the grave. Amazon Depot. <laughs> yeah, that's Amazon right. Max. That's right. Office supplies via Amazon. That's right. Yeah. Well, Matt, today we're going to talk a little bit, uh, kind of a, an issue that we kind of keep hammering on a little bit is is the idea that employees are really important and we want to make sure that we take care of employees. And in the last HR on-ramp that, that we did, um, we talked a little bit about the the systems that we have in place here to keep our employees engaged and motivated. And for this to be a good place to work, we, you know, we're, we're two years in a row now, Memphis, best place to work, which really excited about. Um, Moving up categories yes, right. uh, as we continue little, little to grow. A little bigger this year than the last year, yeah. which is great. And uh, one of the things that, that came out of that on-ramp is that we had a lot of questions, which I kind of, I, I was surprised by. It's, it's funny how in our company, this is where I come to work every single day. Yep. And so there's times in which I don't, rec I don't realize the, some of the stuff that we do and have implemented for so long is just second nature at this point. But for some outsiders looking in, it's really cool. And, yep. and, and that's really kind of what came up out of this on-ramp. And so today we're going to talk about some of the things that we do to keep our employees engaged, motivated, front of mind, 
that I think all does kind of come back into place for some of the, you know, the, the best place to work that, that has an impact on that. Our retention has dramatically increased. It has an impact on that. The, the um, level of people that we're getting in the door on the, the candidate side, on our uh, applicant side, has increased. And, and I think all these things kind of have, a, have an impact on that. And so I thought it'd be a good idea. Let's talk yep. about how we do that in our, in our organization. Um, and so one of the things I want to talk about is, or start with, is uh, an employee reward system. Can you talk a little bit about what we've done and developed to try to just reward our employees beyond just normal cash compensation? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in trying to create fun, but also just, you know, a chance to, I want people to acknowledge other people's great work and great efforts and living our values. And so we've created, um, we have a wheel of fortune wheel with points on them that they can spin. And then we create a menu tied to those points to have anything from uh, little things like a parking spot maybe for a month or a happy hour for the team or lunch with the team all the way up to um, you can you know earn enough points to get to a vacation. I think we have uh, 1,500 points or something like that get you to a vacation. Um, and to be clear, that's not an extra week off. That is, we are paying for you to go on vacation. Correct. So yeah, it's absolutely. kind of both end. Yeah, it's both end. And so our goal there, though, is strictly just a way to, I'm a big believer of the um, praise in public, and I want people to praise each other in public and um, call out when people are doing the right things. And so I think it breeds um, other people doing those same things or wanting to, to, to kind of follow along those lines. And so I feel like it's been a great addition to our, um, our, our overall vibe. I think of just, we want to have everybody, you know, contributing to the good. When I, you know, I've read a bunch of parenting books because when you have four kids, you got to get all the help you can get. Right. Uh, and one of time them, to read a book Mike. <laughs> by read, I mean, I put it on audible and listen to Drive it as I'm driving. That's right. The, um, one, a lot of the things that they talk about in a variety of parenting books is the idea. It's kind of a versus the the idea of I need to either sometimes both reward positive behavior and or discipline negative behavior and there's a, a somewhat of a debate in the parenting sphere of which one is the most effective should I reward good behavior should I discipline bad behavior and this reward system is really kind of taken taken the approach of when we see an employee doing something that we want replicated, that we want other people doing, we reward that in public. We call them out in public. We do that as part of our daily huddle. And the hope is, and what we found to be true, is that the things that we call out as a positive thing does get replicated among other team members. That's not to say that you shouldn't reprimand bad behavior and there's appropriate ways and time to yep. do that. Uh, but it's it's been interesting because something as simple as as a as a wheel of fortune wheel to get some points has really made people want to go above and beyond to find uh, their opportunity to spin that wheel and get some points. Yeah, I often wonder if it actually leads them to want to get spins or just want to do the right thing and get recognized. Um, I like you know I think back to you know this goes well back to kindergarten if you think about your gold star program or whatever they had at the at the time or the toy box if you were good all week or the, you know, the prize on Fridays or whatever they have, you know, I think it's the idea behind it is just, you know, we all like to be um, acknowledged when we do the, do the right thing and we're acting the right way, but also when we go above me off, it's, it's just appreciation. You know, just saying the words, thank you, go a long, long ways. 
but I think also trying to put some fun into it, but also encouraging other people to um, praise others is, is, the, is the goal. Let me ask you this. Is it okay for me as an employee to do the right thing with the bad motive, right? So my, my intention is simply, I want to spin the wheel. I want to get some points. I want to build on my vacation. I don't really care about anything a, else other than me. Is, it, is that still an okay reason for me to do the right thing? Is, is, or is that something, how, yeah, how, how do you handle that? Yeah, uh, I think it's probably okay, right? Because <laughs> you're still going around the benefits of, now, if you and a person collude into, <laughs> hey, you praise me and I'll praise you. No, that may be different, but. I think that might be know, a smart way to handle it. Though. Yeah, maybe. Um, we might have to do some research on our, do some auditing of our uh, <laughs> spin the wheels. But no, it, it's been, um, I think it's just encouraging good behavior and, you know, making sure our values are being lived out, praising when they do happen. You know, when people are upset here, it's actually been one of our biggest times for spins. It's because people are calling out something that's not happening the way it should. or Which we hey, reward, yeah. I want to reward that. That's challenging it in, uh, or owning it. And if this, is, if this system is broken, I want to fix it. And so I love when, when we actually um, use that as a time to praise and a time to be frustrated. When we were on vacation last week, my, uh, my mom went with us, or my parents went with us. I'm and sorry. <laughs> it, was, it was really good when you have four kids, built-in babysitters, a good thing. Yeah. So she, uh, she implements a reward system whenever we do vacation, family vacation, stuff like that with the kids. And whenever you're caught doing something good, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of whatever gets something. And what I found, it was, it was kind of funny, is Hudson, uh, our five-year-old, um, and Landon are super competitive with one another, the eight-year-old. <laughs> imagine. And what, what, what we find to be true is Cameron's 12-year-old is like, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. I'm going to get some points or whatever. Emma has no idea what's going on because she's one. But Landon and Hudson are, hey, Meemaw, um, watch this. You know, and then he'll go out, <laughs> hey, Landon, do you want to go ride bikes with me? Or, yeah. hey, I'm going to go. Um, you know, put my dishes away. Yeah. Meanwhile, do you see that? Do I get a point? Yeah. And uh, it, it's funny how even at an early age, we are ingrained with the idea, wrong reason, right reason, motives, whatever. But we're ingrained with the idea of when I do something right and get rewarded, I want to do more of that right. You think that's that they want to do that <laughs> or they just want to win whatever Mimo has? I don't care why. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Whenever you got, you know, all the kiddos or we're going out to eat or something and they're saying please and thank you to the, the waitress or the see, waiter. I said thank you, Grandma. And, you know, hey, I, I don't whatever care works. why. Whatever, whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works. Whoever talks first loses. And, and the funny thing is at the end of, uh, of vacation, because this, this is kind of a normal thing for us, uh, what will happen is they'll get a trip with Meemaw to normally like the dollar store and they get to pick anything in the entire store that they want which is a big deal to yep. a five-year-old or eight-year-old. And uh, that, that, they end up with like, here, here's a dollar you know, water gun or yeah, something like yeah. that. Sweet. Uh, I love it. Still, it's rewarding that behavior. Absolutely. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I think about all the little games and stuff we play around here. I think they're all with the mindset of trying to encourage good behavior. And also, um, I love competition. So I love yeah. when people compete to win. Uh, it's all, it's everywhere here. I it also, me. I mean, to toot your horn a little bit, it also flows from your, your attitude, your spirit, you're a giver. Yeah. You like to give, you like to reward. I much rather you give like to than encourage. receive. Yeah. I, I hate compliments, which is, yeah, I hate them. Uh, I, I don't like receiving gifts. I like to give gifts. Um, I want to reward people for a job well done. 
I would love, you know, I've we've talked about this before. I, you know, I, I want everybody here to be well, extremely well compensated um, based on the work they do and um, everybody continue to win. You know, the, the rewards type systems for good behavior, you get something, you know, whatever that may be is, is one side of the coin. You, you mentioned another side just then is that you want everybody to be well compensated because the reality is if we give away, I don't know, uh, one of our things on our, our menu is an hour massage. Uh -huh. um, and so if we give away an hour massage to everybody in our company once a month even, and we pay them under market or, or you know. It doesn't matter. It, that hour massage doesn't matter at that point. So at some point or on some level, these, both the cash compensation, what your, your salary is, what your wages are, has to be of a certain level to make sense before these reward systems start to really have incremental differences, I think. Because it, it depends how motiv money motivated they are, what their situation is personally. There's a lot of things that go into comp. Um, I would say compensation needs to be, I believe that it needs to be corresponding with the value you bring to the organization. Right. And you have to have the, I believe you also should have the upside to the more you take on, the more responsibilities you have, the more you impact profitability of the business, you should have a chance to win in that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, not everybody has the same amount of risk. Obviously an owner has a different amount of risk than an than an employee has, but I do want them to have control their own destiny. Yeah. Uh, I did not love that when I worked other places. I, I looked at what I built per hour. I looked at what I made per hour. I did the math. I went, hmm, if I work a lot more, the only person that makes more money here is the partner. I like it the fact where I go, hey, look, if you want to make more money here, here's ways you can do it. I want them to have every up opportunity for upside. Well, not only that, but it's been my experience that high performers will look around the room and say, if I'm making X... And the guy next to me who is producing not even nowhere near what I am, and they're making that same X, what's up with that? Yeah. Uh, I, want to, I want to be able to treat my high performers in a way that's going to reward them for high mm -hmm. performing. Great. And it, to the extent that we have people in the room that aren't, then they're going to be compensated differently. Correct. Maybe the same method, but the, the dollars chance, will be Everybody different. has the opportunity to win. They don't all win. Yeah. Yeah. And then... The, the reward system is really kind of the gravy on the biscuit just to keep everybody motivated, engaged. It's not our primary way of compensating no, it, by any no, means. No, it's, it's just a matter to reinforce our goals. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the outcome of all that, or, or really the desire of all that, is we want employees that love coming to work here, they want to be part of the team, and they want to help our clients succeed you know, no matter what. Correct. Um, they know that if I do the right thing, then it's good for the client, absolutely. But ultimately, it's, in some way, it's going to be good for me. Um, whether I get a, a spin of the wheel or it's recognized as part of our um, huddle or you know, whatever it may be, they know that at some point that's going to come back around for a pat on the back. Absolutely. You know, and I want it to be where, you know, there's a lot of things we do besides the wheel. You know, yeah. We want to encourage, um, you know, we have high five, we use 15.5 for one of our employee engagement tools and it's, it's, it's calling out people in that um, it's during meeting times, making sure that we acknowledge people that they go above and beyond spin or no spin. Not uh, everything is a spin, right? Correct. Um, you know, we want to encourage our team to be a team. So we, we work on events and um, you know, we try to have outings when we can, but we still try to do fun stuff. Even now, you know, we're doing virtual happy hours. We're doing, you know, socially distanced happy hours we're doing 
meals as a group, you know, anything we can do to kind of get together in a way that takes us a little bit outside the norm of day-to-day, bringing in lunch for the team. We bring in breakfast sometimes or donuts or whatever. But anything we can kind of do to encourage team. Yeah. And because the reality is you don't have to have a big budget to do no employee motivation, engagement, I mean, we recognition. Have, we have 20 people here. I can realistically buy a bottle of wine and two six-packs of beer and pretty good to hang out. Yeah. Um, you know, we can... Uh, Order a handful of pizzas. Two and pizzas and we're good. Three pizzas and we're good. good. Correct. And, and you know, I, I think some people debate about this, but the reality is free lunch Fridays or, hey, we're all going to go to lunch to celebrate you know, somebody's birthday or anniversary or whatever, those things start to matter. They do. Um, They start to matter from the standpoint of there's a win-win piece of it um, on the employee side. Hey, I get a free meal and that's always cool. Uh, But on the team side or the employer side, I get all my people together and we're going to build some camaraderie and go hang out. out. Because people act different outside of this building. I do. I want to build community. I think it's important that we have uh, people that feel like they're a part of something and they want to be a part of it, and they like hanging out with the people they work with every day. You know, it, it was where we want to bring in people that are like-motivated, not necessarily like-kind, but like-motivated, and then um, try to give them all the tools to succeed, but we want to make sure they're together and cohesive, and um, they're looking out for each other. Yeah, so if you, don't, if you don't have any budget towards this, you know, if you can't afford to go buy, you know, a, a couple pizzas or whatever, then still don't skip on the verbal hey you know what you did a really good job with that and be specific yeah praise in public as much as you can um i think everybody loves compliments or at least they maybe not everybody i don't love it but i (laughs) I think a lot of people you know it does i would never be upset if somebody said hey you guys are doing a great job it just makes me uncomfortable yeah it's not that you don't like it it's just that it's uncomfortable right right. yeah i'm the same way it it, it's awkward um handwritten letters is another great way to uh engage your employees and recognize your employees um, that says that, you know what, I took time out of my day to actually find a piece of paper um, or a note card, write in it, and then deliver it to you. That's a lot different than, hey, I just sent a quick email that said something. If you have a employee, I've heard this, and I, like, I love this idea. I've only done it once I, once, I think, in the history of my time here, which is not good. But this is one of those things I think we could do better. If you have somebody who has a significant other, write the letter yeah. to them and tell them how much you're uh, you love working with or, you know, praising their spouse for something that person did. That's a huge win um, for both. It, it's something that will mean a lot to the, the person you have employed. I've done it once in the history of the firm, I, and it's something I should do more. Um, I've done it. Also, another one to do is if you ever, you know, somebody brings their parents up to the office, you know, pra- be sure to praise that person in front of their parents or in front of their kids or whatever. I mean, to me, it goes a long, long way. Absolutely. This is, I mean, that is so very true. Um, whenever we have, or in our world, we have some younger people mm-hmm. that are all part of our team that aren't necessarily married yet, or mm-hmm. they're still in the dating phase, and uh, saying something to their parents about how good of a job they're doing is, is I mean, everybody craves yeah, be proud. parent affirmation, right? Absolutely. And so to, to do that in front of them is a big way. I, I've always seen, um, this doesn't really necessarily apply in, in our situation too much, but in a previous job, this was a big deal that I thought was really cool. Um, if you have a, an employee or a group of employees that are traveling often, um, whenever they're gone, send a basket of flowers or something over to the spouse mm. that just says, Hey, you know what? I know it's not fun for 
your spouse to be gone, and uh, we're we're really excited about what they're doing. We've never so, done that here. here yeah, well, it doesn't <laughs> really apply to us because we, we don't have we, people that not really travel too yeah. much. But um, uh, in a previous job that I had, awesome. that that was a big deal, and and that meant that meant a ton. I because it's not just that you're you're yeah you're I have to go do my job somewhere else, but you're thinking about the bigger context. Uh, it, it provides the empathy to mm-hmm. know, hey, I know that it's difficult for your wife to be at home by herself, possibly with kids whenever you're not there. There's, there's a level of empathy that comes along with that, that I think is, uh, is really important to, to point out. One of the things that is uh, part of whenever you're getting your team together and you recognize them, and whether you're doing a gift or not gift, or you're, you're going out in, in public or you're staying in, inside of the building, is it has an impact on leadership. Um, I find that whenever I publicly praise somebody, that I really get a better idea of who they are. Um, for example, I have a person on my team that if I publicly praise, they like that. And then I have somebody on, on my team that if I publicly praise, they cringe. <laughs> they don't like the, but a handwritten card, a private praise, or in a smaller group setting, they love. Um, and so it really has the, an impact on your leadership style and your abilities whenever you actually start to do these things where you're, I find it, it it's just, I genuinely care about the people I work with is really what all this boils down to. And when you do that, you're going to learn a lot about your people that you may not have already found out. Um, and it kind of forces you into that environment where you are learning more about your team and how they respond to different types of communications, different types of, of affirmation. Um, because. I, one of the worst things you can do is if, if I have somebody who every time I call them out um, in a good way, they are cringing and they hate it. One of the worst things I could do is continue to do them, that. Yeah, it's probably not the best idea. It's working against me at that point. Right. So you got to learn that about your team. And, uh, and doing these th- types of things kind of really forces you to, to, to learn that level about yeah, your team. Yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, this goes back to communication. This goes back to your relationship with your teammates. You, know, you want to find the things that motivate them. Um, you know, what makes them feel good about themselves? How can I encourage the, the right behaviors from them? And it may be, like you said, a handwritten card or, hey, taking them to a, a one-on-one lunch versus, you know, praising them in front of the whole office. You know, yeah. I get that. Um, you know, I think, you know, that, like, just going, hey, like, let's go have lunch together. I would, you know, I want to say thank you. I'm going to take you out to lunch. That's a huge thing, you know, particularly for different groups, depending on who you're with or, you know. Yeah, because if you What's take that person is? out to lunch, and next thing you know, there's 15 people there singing happy birthday in a crowded restaurant. They're not going to love it as much. They are not going to love it So don't it invite as Rick. Much. <laughs> don't, yeah, Rick will definitely sing if loud and birthday, proud. Don't invite Rick if you don't want He'll to He'll get sing the entire birthday. restaurant singing to you as well. Just part of the fun. It's part of the fun. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I find difficult uh, is in, in the situations where we have remote employees, Ways to engage them in my it, for me is harder than for the people that are sitting in our office. Even in the COVID world, where where we do a lot of stuff digitally and having remote employees isn't really a a, a big deal from a production standpoint, but from a, an employee engagement standpoint, it it's difficult. What are some ways, or or do you find that difficult for you as well, or how do it you always has that? been difficult? You know, we've tried to do our best to encourage them to feel like it, so. When we dress up for Halloween, we're going to dress up this Friday. I expect our remote people to remote dress up, have sitting pictures, at their desk yeah. with a picture to the team. When we, when, when we have our contest, they all kind of seem like to participate. You know, I try to do, you know, things I do to encourage uh, cohesive there is we do have our daily huddle. I think that, huge, that helps a lot as far as being a part of the team. 
anytime we have an event of any gathering, an in-office meeting, pizza, you know, happy hour, we're going to try to remote those people in as well, um, try to make them a part of the team. I send a lot of private slacks one-on-one messages to those people that are remote. Um, just want to check in on them from time to time. I check in with the remote team as much as I can uh, just to make sure they're all on the right track, but also making sure that they're okay and I can do to help them. You know, just as another way to make sure they're connected. I think um, making sure they're, you know, we have uh, you know, Slack connects us, Zoom connects us, all those different things, but I think it's also important to kind of get them, kind of get them out of their shell sometimes. So, I mean, like, if they're locally remote, I try to get them here for, you know, social distance happy hour. If they're, uh, you know, long distance remote, hey, look, you know, it's Halloween. Make sure you're dressing up. We're going to get together today. You know, get dressed up at your house, get on the Zoom, and let's have some fun. Yeah, I do find that we can do everything in our power to try to bring that together and, and continue that culture. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how long term, because I think out of COVID, everybody is kind of revisiting or uh-huh. rethinking kind of even permanent remote type stuff. It's going to be interesting long term to see how businesses shift to try to engage those remote employees and keep keep them as part of their normal culture as possible because it, it it is difficult like it, it's just difficult even on the remote employee side we've had as much as you try to engage them into normal activities and normal activities and normal activities I would imagine in the back of their mind they're still thinking what am I missing out on Yep it's kind of that FOMO stuff that we talked about earlier um, in a previous podcast there's still got to be a level of Hey, you know what? I've I've dressed up. I'm on the Zoom. Everybody's there. I can see what they're doing. They can see what I'm doing. But there's still that level of, well, what what happened before the camera turned on or before right. I joined the meeting? That has got to be a, a level of stress and anxiety. We've got two types of remote employees. We have people that are have been remote for a long time, and this is nothing new for them. Yeah. And we have a couple people that are remote, and it's new, and it's because of COVID, and they need to stay remote for, you know, safe safe uh, their own safe safety. Those are the people I'm probably more concerned about right now than my permanent remote people because they're kind of used to it this already. New. They also elected into it. You know, they knew when they took this job they were going to be remote. They knew that they yeah. moved they were going to work remote. But the people that are being forced to work remotely now, I think, is a little different. Um, those are the people that I'm more concerned about, you know, short term, you know, is how this is going to impact them. How do I have to keep them connected? You know, I think uh, that is something that is going to be something we all have to worry about long term here of how that impacts people. I can foresee, you know, the, 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 the co-location uh, work, uh, work facilities happening more in the future um, with if people stay remote or, or want to work remotely more. I like, because I think people still want to feel like there's a place together normal. And they have people around they, them. I got to go have, you know, people around me eventually. I think that's going to, I think that could be a huge Even upside. for the introverts, at some point, there needs to be some community. Even if I, even if I don't actually talk to anybody, just being around people. Seeing people. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that's the old co- going to Starbucks and sitting there with your laptop and working all day. You feel like you need to be outside of, you know, yeah. out somewhere. Change out, the pace. Out, out of the house, right? Yeah. Makes a big difference. So, Mike, what do you, you know, your perspective is different, obviously. What do you... You know, obviously, you like the the wheel and everything we do. What what do you think some of those things that we've done well with? I'll say encouraging, you know, encouraging the or being intentional with our culture. And then what are the things that we okay? We still need to work on this. Um, I think that one of the things that we really do well uh, is reinforcing and hitting home and constantly communicating, both in words and actions, that we are a different place. Uh, it, it's this is not what you think it is here when you think of an accounting firm or, or 
I'll say financial realm type company. Um, I had an interview with a guy just this past week that's looking to come onto our team. And uh, in his, we have a little questionnaire thing that people fill out before we actually, you know, meet one-on-one or face-to-face. One of the things that he said in there, which I think really hit home and identifies with our culture here, is that whenever people ask him what he does, he hates saying, I work in accounting. Because he knows the stereotype that comes with that, and that's not him. And that statement, uh, honestly, that statement right there alone is probably good enough to get you into a a second round interview (laughs) in our our company. But um, it really, I I agree with that. I hate saying, oh, I work in accounting. Because there's a stereotype that comes with that that's just simply not me. It's not not anyone that works here. No one that works here would that fit into. And um, the, the frequent communication that this is a different place, the action, this is a different place. If you come into our building and you just look at the, the decorations and, yeah. and the layout, this does not look like an accounting firm or, or anything in the, that financial sector. Um, we do a really good job of hammering that point home. And I think that it has a direct impact on the type of candidate that we're going to draw. Because the, the person that wants to work here is not the person that would also feel comfortable dressing up in a suit and tie every day, um, going to a corporate America and working their way up the ladder incrementally over 30 years. Correct. It's a different type of person. And everything about what we do is communicating that. And uh, I think we do that fantastically well. One of my favorite things or favorite times of year is, this has been true for the past two years, is we've made hires in late November, early December, where one of their first reactions or first real, I'll say company meetings, company gatherings beyond just their normal work life is our Christmas party. Right. And one of my favorite things to do at that Christmas party is sit in a corner somewhere away from everybody else. Watch the first present and open. Watch the new people as, as they see all the presents on the table or, or wherever laid out. And that first one gets opening. And there is a look on their face that, is, that communicates our culture in its entirety. In its entirety, it's communicated in that face. And it is wow. Yeah. It is just, it's wow. Because our Chris, as you know, our Christmas parties are not, hey, here is a, a ham. A ham. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. Here's a ham. Here's a gift card to a restaurant. Yeah. Um, it's, it's big stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's big stuff. It's been fun. I, that's the favorite thing I do all year. Uh, more than, I mean, realistically anything, it's the, actually, not even the, opening of the gifts it's the research of figuring out what we're going to give <laughs> mandy and i spent a long time uh kind of figuring out what we're going to do every year and then knowing what's coming and seeing the joy as yeah. we as we get to to provide those gifts yeah. to everybody watching our new hires face that was one of my favorite things yeah the first couple of presents were like is this real is this, yeah yeah is this real yeah. and they're waiting for the oh that's that may be that that box may say you know seventy inch TV on it, but what's really yeah, inside that, of it? Yeah. Um, or you know, and it's like, oh, that's going to be. Mandy always. Mandy a has more gift cards. See, Mandy has more nope. fun with that aspect of the game, so she makes sure that whatever you open or the prize box you're going to get has nothing to do with yeah. what's actually going to be there. The smallest boxes are often the coolest, the biggest stuff, and the biggest boxes she's reduced down to. Yeah, this is a gift certificate for a trip. You know, it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be. Yeah. So yeah, she enjoys that, I think, more than anything. And then sometimes you get tripped up thinking that, you know, you're playing the game with Mandy. So, like, I know Mandy's playing a game, yeah. so I'm going to play a game against I, her. i open a big TV. And and I'm going to go get a, big TV. a small TV, uh, yeah, a small box with a, you know, gift card in yeah. it or something. And yeah. 
um, nope, that you know, so it, that's that's that's, fun. that's her favorite thing. But so that I think that you know we do that well. We we communicate our culture often. We do it frequently. We do it in words and actions. And at the end of the day, if there's ever a dispute that is against our core values, where I felt like I was wronged or I felt like um, I did something that was completely okay and I kind of got in trouble with it, I love the freedom of, of dialogue. To be able to come and say to, to you or to any one of our leaders, um, hey, you know what? I really felt like that that wasn't fair or I really felt like uh, I, I got gypped on that. Uh, and it's not a, well, suck it up, buttercup, or too bad, do it better next time, or anything like that. It's, oh, really? Well, that's not our goal. Tell me why you think that. What, let's, yeah, let's, was, let's try to resolve this. What happened this. there, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times it's, there's a misunderstanding or miscommunication, or it's yep. never, well, yeah, you did, because we won that one, sucker. Yeah. That's never the heart of, of our company. With, with our internal employees, with our clients, with our vendors, you know, across the board. Right. Um, and so we do a good job of living those things out. Um, where where we, I think we, can, we could always improve and, and do better is uh, uh, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, we do a good job of the public stuff, but the behind-the-scenes stuff of, of the gentle pats on the back to say, hey, you know what, you did a, a really good job with XYZ Project, um, or, or the, the specificity um, of, of why you did a good job. Hey, really good job last month. Okay. Why? What, what, was it, what was it exactly that I did a really good job on? Um, I know that's an that's a, that's a easy thing for me to, to miss out on. Um, I don't get specific when I, when I give praise um, because it's in my mind, it's you did a really good job on everything, but it, I just say you did a really good job, uh, the specificity of it. Um, and, and like I said, just the behind the scenes stuff of those handwritten letters. I know that I've started and stopped handwritten letters more times than, than <laughs> I'd hard. like to admit. I do Because too. I do. I just get out of rhythm or, or I skip I something. wrote down two things. I think, you know, we could be more consistent with, um, I, I think, like you said, I think it's consistency across all the teammates. I think there's certain areas are easy for us to praise because there's a production value um, associated with it. It's easy to say, hey, this is the end of a month. You got your work done at this kind of percentage. Great job. But there's so many people that are unsung heroes around here yeah. that we don't praise enough. Um, you know, I'm looking at Miss Becky here in the office, but the, you know, the reality is our admin team does not get enough praise for all the work they do to make everybody else super successful around yeah. here. We're very fortunate to have an awesome admin team. Um, and then you know, our apparel team. Our apparel team, uh, you know, they've made it so smooth um, most days so that you know, the reality of it is, is there's – the drama of the daily grind that they do. I mean, they're producing, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of perils a month, pretty much without issue. Yeah. And so I think those things kind of get lost in the minutia and that's not fair to them because they made it so good. There's no pain that we don't see the pain. So yeah. there's no, no praise. And that's not, that shouldn't be fair. That, that brings up a good point. Cause you know, as you, as you say that, one of the things that, that comes to mind is I, I have high expectations in, in, in everything I do and with my team, even on my uh, disc profile sheet in my office, one of the things it says is how it has high expectations of self and others. Um, and that's really true. And, and as, you, as you mentioned that with the payroll team specifically, um, you know, I talk with a lot of other payroll service bureaus in, in a lot of different, different roles. And I always hear the daily or really weekly grind of 
all the fires that they're running around putting it out. And that's just simply not true of, right. of our team. In my mind, I think, well, yeah, we've, that's the expectation. Is we, why would we do that? The expectation is we don't have problems. Right. Uh, and so sometimes I lose sight of, you know what, we're really fortunate to have a great team of people that are doing a really good job in their roles um, to not have those issues. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, yeah, they're just doing their job. But the reality is they're, they're dang good at their job. It's the same. We've run into this couple of things. We've had this happen a couple of times over the years in our own services, but also us as a provider. Um, so we've had an IT firm that we still use, and it got to the point where we never had any issues. Yeah. And I kept thinking, hey, you know what? what they really I don't doing? really we don't know what I'm paying for anymore. And the reality of it is they were doing their job exactly exactly how it was supposed to be. The computers always worked. Always. We never had any problems, but yet we perceived it as uh There are no problems. There's no have. problems. We should we don't need you guys yeah. anymore. Well, we've had that happen for us too. When people come in here, their accounting is on fire, I'll say. And we come in and we clean things up, we create a routine and everything's in order. You know, their books are on time. Their bills are getting paid reg- regularly. Their payroll's smooth. They go, yeah, I think this stuff's easy now. I'm like, yeah, it didn't get that way overnight. And I think that's just part of the same idea, you know, with our, with all of our teammates. I think, you know, if everything's running smoothly, you don't notice the stuff that's getting done because it's already, it was, it was done the way it was supposed because to be done yeah. in the beginning. It, yeah. it, it did it right in the beginning. So I think it's important to praise everybody. That's a good point. Um, over and over again. Cause I mean, Hey, you know, the fact that our, our staff accountants are working when they're supposed to be working because all the work was in the right spot means Becky did her job right, which means all the stuff was, you know, she, all the passwords and stuff were all corrected. You know, we got the logins information, right? The stuff was at the, the right person at the right time. And we don't go, you know, that, that made everything a lot easier this month. And so just part of the, the remembering to praise. I would imagine that's true for every business out there, small, mm-hmm. medium, large, doesn't matter. Yep. Every business out there. The quarterback gets all the glory. Yeah. Well, you know? e- even with that same analogy, the reality is, hey, you know what? Aaron Rodgers performed in that two-minute drill to, to win the game. Yeah. What we didn't see is thousand upon thousand upon thousands of hours of practice and preparation to get to that point to where those two hours looked effortless. Right. Um, and the same is, is really true about our team and, and really kind of in some ways the services that we provide. When we're doing our job behind the scenes so well, it's in some ways you don't know that we exist. In other ways, you can't live without yeah. what we're actually doing. Correct. There's kind of a, a, a unique and, and interesting balance between those two things. Um, I, there was a, a really great communicator that I, that I follow. And one time I heard him say, um, he's talking about comedy uh, in, in public speaking. He said, your best communicators that sound like they are spur of the moment, funny, and um, have really good improv are, it, it, that's only true because of all of the preparation and practice to where it's actually not spur of the moment. It was planned so well that it seems spur of the moment. Wow. And that's true. I think that's true with, with our team in a lot of ways. They've done such a fantastic job of prepping, like, like you mentioned, um, from the front door. Uh, Becky's done her job. Our admin team has done their job to pull everything and to get everything in the right spot. Our staff accountants pick it up. They process it through the way they're supposed to send it on to the manager where there's no issues and it gets delivered to the client. All of that only worked because there's multiple peoples in a well-oiled machine doing their job to a high level. And you're absolutely right. We don't recognize that enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably true for most businesses that are doing well. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes everybody on the team to do all things they're supposed to do. 
so that everything gets done the way it's supposed to be done. I want to wrap up with this. Um, you are the captain of our ship. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> for, for good or for bad. Um, all of the generosity, the culture is a product of what you've developed over the past nearly 20 years. What is it like from your perspective for those days to sit back and just look at everything and, and see, you know what, this is really cool. What's that like? Uh, it's an unbelievable blessing. Uh, you know, I've been more than blessed over the last, uh, this is my um, 17th year I'm on my own. I remember, you know, where I was day one. I remember I was, you know, year three, year five, year 10. Um, to where we are today, um, I've been lucky enough through God's grace, probably, to find great teammates that make me look awesome. And, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to find people that, you know, want to fall on the path that I think I'm trying to lead us down and, but also help us steer the ship along with me. And I, I'm really proud of the work that we do. I'm proud of the people I work besides. And, uh, I think it's neat to, you know, I was, you know, I look at the responsibility I have as the leader of this, of this place to do things the right way. You say, said earlier, you know, it's clients, vendors, uh, employees. I want to treat people the right way at all times and it makes things easy. Um, to sleep at night, which I always want to do. Yeah, that's that's cool. Well, just to make one more awkward moment, um, on behalf of everybody here at Patrick Accounting and Works, thank you for doing a great job of building a culture that everybody likes to work I was afraid you were about to quit. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do that on air, but maybe I would. That's a great idea. When I, if you ever quit, if I ever quit it's going to be on you better run, in our podcast. Um, but no, we, we, uh, I, I think I could uh, pretty safely say on behalf of everybody that works here, thank you. It, it, it really is a fun place. Um, to be a part of this, to really to be a part of the like leadership public, of this. This one not like public. I know that's comments. why that's why I'm going to keep going with this. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Um, but uh, I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you guys are out there listening and uh, and and you don't know where to get started on employee engagement, we have a team of people here that are really skilled um, in 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 this area, uh, and so we would love to have a conversation with you. Uh, and, and, you know, I say that every, every podcast and the intention is, is I'm not trying to sell you something. I'm not trying to get let's you go to lunch. To, yeah. Let's just hang out. We like building our network. We like, we know that it takes a team of people um, and we could be a part of that team or we don't have to be part of that team, but we still want to build that network and get to know you and um, learn from you in, in a lot of ways. And so um, we have an HR team, we have our leadership team, we have a variety of people that are pretty skilled and, and developed at recognizing employees and, and building systems around that. And so if you, if you are interested and you want to reach out and go grab lunch or cro- coffee or something, uh, let us know. We'd, we'd like to hook up. Um, also, we mentioned at the, the onset of our, of our podcast episode today, we're, we're in this for about five months. Our, um, our audience has grown, which has been really cool to see. We don't know where this is going. We didn't know where it was going when we started, but we knew it was something we wanted to do and something that we thought could be beneficial um, uh, out in the world because of some of our experiences. And so um, if you are uh, someone that listens on a regular basis and, and, and uh, you would be willing to, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts, all of the, all of the places, um, just to let us know um, what you think. Um, we are always open to feedback. And so if we're doing a good job, send a review, put five stars on there, call it good. If we're doing a bad job, 
Give us a call. We'll Give talk us a call about first. Let, we'll, let, let's let's curate that review a little bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but we really would like your feedback um, either way. And if you haven't subscribed to us yet, please click that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, so you don't ever miss out on an episode. Um, Matt, thanks. It's been a been a fun conversation today. Always. And uh, and if if you're out there listening, and there's anything that we can do to help you, uh, please reach out and let us know. Thanks, and have a great day.